Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on? <laughs> Coach Luca here with the Vigor Life Podcast, and today, special edition, we're coming from Slovenia um, because I didn't want to miss this opportunity with my with my really, really good friend, Paul Moore, who came to visit me, um, and it would be crazy for me not to do a show with him. And just a you know a little background if, if, if for the people that know know Paul is uh, he's done a, a, just a lot of shit in his life. But uh, he started we 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 met each other when you were still doing boot camps. Yeah, yeah, we did. So yeah. it was like probably like eight years ago in San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, so you had how many how many locations you had like seventeen or something? Twelve. Like Twelve. Actually, seventeen. I think you had seventeen. 17. Look, Twelve trainers, seventeen locations. You know your stats, yeah. but he, he had a uh, um, seventeen locations in England uh, and Spain. Spain too, my mom. My yeah, man. sorry, bro. Selling that off, uh, <laughs> having a green supplement, end up selling it off. Uh, has has had a lot of programs. One of the top email marketing guys. Uh, I I wouldn't want to even say in fitness because that's not true. Just period. Yeah. This guy kills. I'd, email I'd go more towards the the top email guy. Yeah, okay. Not like one of, just it's the. the okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you got to take that crown. Nobody's right. going to give it to you, bro. I uh, appreciate that. I'm Paul Moore, I do what I want. Um, that's his nickname. But, 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 and, and, but now he, uh, amongst the other things, though, he runs in a, a pretty much a transformation program for men mm-hmm. um, and teaches, still teaches email marketing uh, mm-hmm. at the highest level really well. So to, what we're going to do, we're going to dabble in a lot of stuff. But really what I wanted to uh, talk about because the biggest transformation I'll say the biggest thing about Morty is uh, you know that he has uh, can we, we can say you beat it yeah, you, we can say you beat it yeah. absolutely I'm still, I'm still beating it now that's be, the thing still beating it now but uh, but bipolar uh, disorder and that was uh, that was I mean and I met him in the in the, in the phase where he was oh, a yeah. fucking roller coaster oh, he's still yeah, a fucking roller coaster yeah, it was just a little higher highs and lower lows yeah um, but um so we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll touch on and talk on a lot of this because I mean really, it's with, with what we do and like with business and life and anything else, um, you know stress and anxiety are gonna are gonna be there. How you mm-hmm. deal with it is 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 just uh, it comes down to how you deal with it. But I would say with in your case, it was I mean shit extreme, right? Oh, dude. Um, so I'm gonna ask you this. So so what was because we'll we'll, we'll kind of dabble around in, in the different things because I do want to talk to you about marketing and what you mm-hmm. what you think about. Um, is working, not working, what people are doing mm-hmm. wrong. But, uh, you know, if, let, let's start there because for anybody that's in t- any type of b- bad place or wants to change where they're at in their life, uh, it's, it usually doesn't start with anything external, right? But yeah. What, yeah. what was what was the, the, the moment that you were like, I got to fucking do something about this mm-hmm. and I can do something about it. It's got nothing to do with anybody mm-hmm. else, right? So, the, so I've been in this place of being... <clears throat> I mean, you saw it. It was all up, down, up, down. <clears throat> and the thing is with bipolar disorder, it's it's kind of like everything is like extreme as fuck. Like the highs are crazy high. The lows are crazy low. It's like everything's, you live life just in intensity. Everything's intense. So, so the there's emotions, no there's, no, there's neutral. no neutral. There's no go slow. There's either all in or all out. I kind of still have that in me a little bit, but I've, I've learned to control it. So the moment that changed it was probably, I mean, this is how a lot of people know me now, and this is where Unstoppable came from, which is this incident on the cliff. So I remember it was actually a week ago today, four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. So 21st of December 2014, I was on the edge of a cliff ready to do that shit, but my wife was in front of me. And the thing is, 
I'd been in that kind of situation numerous times before, threatening this, threatening that, wanting to end it all. I'm, I'm a, there was never, I'm a failure. There was a just like, I'm a burden, empty inside, all of that stuff. But the moment I changed it all, my wife uttered these words, like these words were the words that transformed it for me, which was, Everyone talks about kids when it comes to suicide and that. Yeah. Think about your kids, but the thing is, when you're in that situation, there's no, there's no logic. Like there's no logical thing, and it's all emotional as fuck. So, and like I say, everything's extreme. And you think about your kids, and I was like, well, I'm just a burden on my kids. I'm horrible to be around for them. I'm showing them all this shit. I'm, I'm snappy. I'm grouchy. I'm never there. I'm not mentally there at all. And she said, imagine the kids growing up as those kids whose dad killed himself. And I was like, ooh, that was it. That was literally the, the 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 moment that was, I would say, transformational for me. And then it wasn't all plain sailing. I mean, even now, I have to keep myself in check because I'm still diagnosed bipolar. Yeah. I just don't take the meds anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's not as though it's disappeared. I haven't been it. I'm still diagnosed bipolar, but I'm in control of it. Because how long did you take the meds? Oh, dude. Because you were taking them for, for, for a year. Three years, maybe? For three years? Three years, maybe, yeah. yeah. And that was that was the, 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 the worst med for me, which was that lithium. It's, it's apparently the gold standard bipolar med, mm. but honestly, it, it was strange because you go from these huge highs and huge lows to feeling nothing. So you like zombie mode. So mm. I eventually got off those. And that, was, that in itself was like a six-month process because it's that toxic that if you just stop taking it, your liver can't deal with the load and you die. That's literally, yeah, that's, that's, that's how serious that shit is. That's a lot more serious than uh, yeah. getting off official. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, but the thing is like, so when you, when you start, you know, you say that was the beginning of your transformation yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And, and because we've, we've gone through a lot of, um, I would say, different programs that help, yeah. you know, I, I would say you change your mindset yeah. and, and change your yeah. focus and stuff. What were some of the tools that you'd say that stuff that's, here's because there's things that you got to dig into deeper in. But like, what are some tools that practical shit? Practical shit that people could use, you know, today, or just a perspective. You know, start off with a perspective of what yeah. what some people could use today. So here's the biggest perspective that changed my life, and I still use this tool now, which is, I am always in control of how I feel. I am always in control of that, and that doesn't matter whether I feel depressed, whether I feel anxious, whether I feel overwhelmed, whether I feel stressed, whether I feel low. All of those feelings are just that, feelings, and they're a state. Mm. And this is a training that I do quite a lot. A state is is described as the particular condition that somebody or something is in at a particular moment in time. That means that I'm able to change. So if, I can, if, I, if I can experience depression, that's all I'm doing is I'm experiencing the feelings mm. of depression or I'm experiencing the feelings of anxious. I am not, I don't have anxiety. I don't have depression. It's not my anxiety, which is bad language. It's not my depression. It's just I'm experiencing the emotions of it, which means that I can also experience the opposite. So mm. that was a big, what I would call, distinction mm-hmm. for me is that I'm, in, I'm always in control of how I feel and I can change it in an instant. Do you now, know what I mean? I yeah, s- now the thing is for you, because I, I completely get this and I know you can do it. Now, example, mm-hmm. right? You're having a really shitty day mm-hmm. um, and then you, know, you go ahead and you help somebody. Yeah. And all of a sudden, as you're helping somebody, I don't know, you're going to take them food or you're yeah. doing some charity work, whatever. Yeah. You're not feeling that anymore. No. Right? You're feeling great. You're, here's, you're a, fo- here's, a, here's a real tool that we use all the time in my program, which is 
you've got to get you've got to first up get out of here the mm-hmm. drama show here the fucking horror show the cinema because this will show you a bunch of bullshit and it's always a drama show yeah. here and right? for, for everybody that's not watching on a video no it's like he's pointing to his head yeah you've got to get out of your head so the first thing we do is we just have this series of questions which is the first one is how do I really feel because what a lot of people do is they use these analogies I feel like shit I feel like my world's caving in I feel like I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders I feel like this whenever I, whenever you say the words I feel like mm-hmm. that means you're about to use an analogy which is fucking fantasy land yeah. so the first thing we've got to do is how do you really feel and just put an emotion in there that's it. You can, how do I really feel? Well, am I depressed? Do I feel like I'm depressed or am I just tired? How do I really feel tired? Mm-hmm. And then what message is that sending? Because when you're feeling these emotions, it's like an alarm clock, right? So you figure out what the alarm clock is. So the second, second question is, um, what message is that send? The next one is, how do I want to feel? Most dudes don't even know how they want to feel. Yeah, and you change and it. Like, what, what? So, so they get focused on how they don't want to feel, and that's what they get. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So how do I want to feel? Not what, how do you not want to feel? How do you want to feel? And then once I get clear on how I want to feel, guess what all I have to do is figure out a strategy to feel like that. Mm. What right. you, so the, the last question is, what am I willing to do to feel like that? It's as simple as it can be. So it's get it out of your head, get it on paper. How do I really feel? What message is that sending? How do I want to feel? What am I willing to do about it? That's powerful, man. Because Dude, that's so simple. It, it's, it's simple, but it's, it does a couple of things, right? Because it gives you a focus on what you want and then two responsibility yeah what do you want to do, do you yeah. want to you and know, a strategy yeah because you know what i start like in a strategy as far as okay so if i feel like this next time go for a workout yeah go go hang out with my friends go well, look at people have a strategy anyway they just don't, don't know, know what it is yeah yeah that, and you think about this you've also got a strategy for feeling like shit we have all these strategies for feeling like shit we're just unaware of them you don't get depressed by accident you no, don't get anxious by mistake. You've created that. Absolutely. Because anxiety, depression, overwhelm aren't contagious. They're not caught. You don't catch them. No, it's a, pat- it's a pattern. It well, is. Well, I put it this way. I, you can catch you create them. It. You create them all. You create, create them all. I mean, I'd say you can catch them, but catch them from a standpoint of there's a pattern. You know, you go around people. Yeah. They trigger you. Yeah. You get anxious. Yeah. They don't trigger you. You trigger yourself. All right. Correct. You know the deal. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, because you put yourself in a situation, a pattern, or yeah. you have that mindset yeah. around it, right? Yeah. But I, I mean, see, I've, I've, I haven't heard you talk about it that way that you did this mm. this time around. But mm. I love that because the last one is, what are you willing to do about it? It's like responsibility. Are you willing to get out of it? Or do you want to still feel The this great way? thing about what are you willing to do is that also guys will say, well, I'm willing to do anything. I'm like, well, you're not. You're not willing to do anything. At least be fucking honest about what you're willing to do. Because mm-hmm. most people, that's why people drink. That's why people do drugs. That's why people smoke. That's why people eat junk food. Because that's what they are normally willing to do. To feel different. All of those things, you only do them because you want to feel a different way, right? You want to feel better. So you just come up with an alternative strategy. Like literally have a list of shit that you can do to change your state. Mm-hmm. We have this thing that we do. I got this from a book called Solve for Happy. Oh, it's great. Great, book. Yeah, great book. Yeah, great book. I did a whole podcast on it. It's so good. Great book. Yeah. So we have guys who, who, who still struggle with depression and getting low and not sure what happiness is. Thing is, most people, most people are unhappy. I'll say it to them, well, how do you know when you're happy? And they don't know. Mm. Like, well, it's no wonder you can never experience it if you don't know when you're happy. How, so what we have is a list that I got straight from that book. The best part of the book was this list. I feel happy when. When. And when I'm with, too. That's yeah. Those two, right? And then make a list. Yeah. And then guess what? If all you did was do more of those things, 
you, you'd already you're in a better instead of in searching everywhere you already know the mm. shit yeah. that you already know the things that, and it's usually when you're doing something when I'm doing this mm-hmm. so just do more of that it's, it's, uh, the thing is it's like I, I love it because you talk about the simplicity of because it, we're now in a time and a place where shit is as complicated you know what I mean it's like mm. things are complex mm. and so I think there's just a lot of choice you've got this whole paradox of choice thing mm-hmm. people they don't know where to turn because there's so much shit and they don't know where to go I'm like let's just keep that shit simple the problem is with simple though is you either do it or you don't yeah complexity you, becomes the the excuse yeah it's an excuse it's an out oh it's so, so it's complex. complicated yeah, too know. complicated for me we'll, t- we'll talk about that in business too yeah. but but I think it's I think it's more important First, and you know, just being able, because the thing is, like, you are, you know, we just talked about this, right? Like, if when you do business coaching or, you know, helping people with their business, yeah, man, most of uh, much of the time, the problem is actually the personal, yeah. like, where the person's at. The mentality around money normally. Exactly. Mentality around money or, or f- mentality about failure, self worth, what failure is, yeah. All those things. Yeah. So what do you say, like, are the three things that you see the most? As far as, like, the, the bottlenecks, right? When you when you talk to people, and it's not a... Look, they got they have the tactic and strategy. Yeah. So it's it's not that. Yeah. And they just don't execute it. Like, yeah. what's three things you see that, that people get, are stopping them? You know what I mean? They don't know what they want. They're not clear on what they want. They're not clear on how they want to feel. And they are so used to their old patterns... That, that becomes very easy to go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's something that I say to a lot of guys all the time is that word willing. I use that all of the time. I'm like, I read in a book, I can't remember what the book was called, but it said, you have the life you're willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. I've seen, yeah, I've seen you're you put in that the in situation. Anymore. You're in the situation you're willing to be in. As soon as you become unwilling to be like that, then by default, you're willing to do the work. Most people are, are, are more willing to stay the same than they are willing to do the work. It, com- it comes back to really it's that I think that Tony Robbins said this stuff, right? But like it, it's, you know, you're more motivated to get away from pain yeah. than you are to, to go towards pleasure. Yeah. And, then, and then it becomes the battle of how much can you take in the pain realm? Yeah. And, you know, I'm comfortable. I hate where I'm at. But like yeah. it's, not, yeah. it's not bad enough yeah. for me to change yeah. it. And then I think the other part of it too is I think we've both been there. Whereas... Mm. Uh, you know, you get to that place, then you start sedating. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. drugs, liquor, you know, overworking. I mean, yeah. you name it, I've done yeah. it all. But it's, but it's like, uh, because now you can handle more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, it, and the pattern gets deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper and deeper. And I think it's just, for me, those those two things that I came back to are just people don't know what they want. So you chase this version of, like I said, people want to be successful. I'm like, well, how do you know when you're successful? People well, don't What know. does that mean for you? How do you know? How do you know when you are being successful? Because that's all you're looking for. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're being successful? And people just don't know. So for me, when I ended up at that lowest point, I was what everybody would class as very successful. I mean, I was doing big numbers, big money numbers. I wasn't having to work that much. I could do what I wanted. Before I moved home from Spain, I lived in this four-bedroom villa with a private pool, two beautiful kids, hot wife. I had everything. Yet I was miserable as fuck inside because well, I was living this. Because you didn't know? I didn't know. I didn't know what th- this version of success was. Well, I'm earning loads of money. This must be it. And I got to that point that I think everyone's beaten it with. It's like, is this it? Yeah. And that's, I, I think that's the, that question. For me, I, I got there too. It's like, yeah. hold up, is this it? I'm miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and I'm fucked up a lot of stuff in my life getting yeah. there yeah. and then going. I sacrificed everything to get to this place to where you like. Place. It's like, like the best description I've heard is like you spend all this time climbing this ladder working your tail off to get to this to climb this ladder fucking shit up messing up relationships to get to the top of this ladder and then when you get there you're like oh it's 
it's leaning up against the wrong building. <laughs> you know, oh shit, the building yeah. that I wanted is over there. Over there yeah. But people don't know, they just have this almost a warped version of what success looks like for them. Do you think or that, it's somebody else's version. Somebody well, else's I, I, that's blueprint. what I was going to say. I mean, I certainly, I'm, I'm asking you, for, for me, I certainly see that it's like this uh, projection of society, other people, what they think that, mm-hmm. you know, stuff is like, oh man, you, you know, and, you know, social media, we talk about, oh, man, you see that guy, what he's doing? Yeah. And then sometimes we know the people. Yeah, like, hey, you know, they're, not really, they're not that happy, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, we know them. Yeah. Um, but it, do, you, do you think that that's the big thing? Is that the projection, like, never actually really going, uh, man, I had a friend, I said, dude, what's what's your perfect life? Yeah. Right? And uh, he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, just write out, like, what would a, the best day, average day, look yeah. like in your life? Yeah. Dude, I, for weeks, couldn't put it together. I mean, literally, like, what would you, and it was asking me questions. I think like, it's because you know. start attaching all of this. You start attaching yeah. all the what ifs and what if this and what would he do and you get all this, yeah. And you know what? I actually wrote it. I'm in the middle of writing this. It's a letter, but it's really a sales letter, right? And it's what my biggest lessons were of this year, mm-hmm. this past year. Two of the biggest mistakes I made was I went too long without a coach. Went way too long without a coach trying to figure it all out myself. And I got distracted as fuck by social media, by what everyone else is doing. I started doing these videos with the subtitles on and shit. I'm not saying they're not important, yeah. but for me, anything like that was always a cherry on top of the cake. It's kind of like taking taking a fucking magnesium supplement when you're not working out and you're not, you're not eating well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like that's a cherry on the top of taking care of the basics. Um, and that was one of my biggest mistakes was getting sucked into this social media thing where I was like when we talked about it earlier where you have to post like answer every DM you ever get on Instagram and shit <laughs> answer po- reply to every comment or every post post six or seven times a day I got sucked into that for a little bit and that's what I mean about basics versus um, versus complicated shit is that I'm like mm-hmm. I started getting stressed about time when I was like why don't I just go back to what's worked for me the basics and that's the same in any area. Like your nutrition's the same, your training's the same. Most of the basics and stop throwing all this complicated shit on top because somebody else is doing it. That's what I looked at. We kind of want what these people have got, but we mm-hmm. only see. You, yeah, you only we, see, we the, only see like, the, the, the stage. Yeah, we only yeah. see the front stage. We don't see what's behind the scenes. And when we talk about what people are going through behind the scenes, I'm like, ooh, maybe that's not what I want. And it goes, yeah, that's the thing. But it goes back to going. Do I really want to do that? Because yeah, you, I mean, you're yeah. a perfect example of a person that's, I mean, you've stuck to, you know, your craft, yeah. I mean, for a long ass time yeah. and you're great at it. Yeah. And and that craft, by the way, is beyond, it's not just that, but it's, but, but email marketing, right? Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. uh, and we joke around because it's like, Morty has no patience for fucking taking pictures. No. So, so we're taking pictures and this guy's just like, oh, my pictures look like shit. You're like, great. And I'm like, ah, I do some more of the social media stuff. But, yeah. it, but, it's, but it's funny because, you know, for instance, I'll give you an example, man. If somebody looked you up, this, this, is, a, this is a great example because yeah. if somebody would look you up on yeah. social media and they'd yeah. be like, you don't have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers, yeah. they'd be like, ah, right? And I'm like, dude, this guy like absolutely kills it. it. Well, dude, that's it, a great point. That's it, a great you know, point. You know what I mean, because it's but but it's like you do your thing, yeah. And you do. I mean, you have a great business. You you know you build a business that you enjoy because you spend a lot of time with your kids. You can well, do well here's the thing: I, I build a business where I get to do almost only the shit that I like doing. Mm-hmm. I did this exercise. I'm in a program called Strategic Coach, and they taught me this exercise called Unique Ability. And I figured out that if I'm doing shit that I hate all the time inside my business. I may as well have a job. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We become self-employed so we can do what we want and we end up counting fucking toilet rolls. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, that's not what I got, what I came to do this for. And and also the thing that I found, Luca, is that if I am working inside of my unique ability, I make more money because I'm doing the thing that I'm great at, you're not which gonna... is talking. It's all I do yeah. now. I write emails and I talk. The rest of the shit, I'm like, eh, it's not for me. Bam. Yeah. Something. But the thing is, like, too, if you do stuff you don't like, do you do it well? No. Like, I mean, nope. it's, right? And, and it's that, a stress. You procrastinate on it. You piss around with it. It's you don't do it that well. It takes longer than it should, and you tend to not even make any money from it. Well, so let's let's touch on this though, because there are times. Okay, give, give you an example, right? So. When you weren't good at email marketing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. At the beginning, yeah. you're not good. So, because now it's a different story. You got to choose what am I going to be great at, right? And then and work on it because you're not good at the beginning. Yeah. So how how does that mentality play into it? Well, so this mentality was was something that actually I picked up in jujitsu when I first started because I go into jujitsu and I get my ass handed to me every week, and I'd be like, I'm so bad at this, I'm so bad at this. But the analogy is great: is am I really bad at this or am I just a white belt? Hmm. I'm just a fucking white belt. That's a big distinction, though. A huge distinction. Right? I'm so bad at jujitsu. I'm terrible at it. I'm never going to get better. Or am I just a white belt? I'm just a white belt. And the great thing about you fitness guys watching this, so people come in to me and I'm teaching them email marketing. I'm, it's not working. I'm not. How do I get better at email? And I'm like, dude, you've wrote like four emails. How do you get better at push-ups? You do fucking push-ups. Not by reading about push-ups. Yep. Not by fucking doing mantras about push-ups. You get better at push-ups by doing push-ups. You do the push-up, you get some feedback on your form, then you do an extra push-up the next session. That's the only way to get better at writing emails, by writing email. It's the same with video. The only way to get better at video Shoot is by video. doing video. Yeah. So I just get guys to say, listen, can you do 30 videos in a row? Can you do 30 emails in a row? Can you do 30 push-ups in a row? Can you meditate for 30 days straight? Can you do Byron Katie's The Work for 30 days straight? That's It's very similar. I mean, really, it's kind of the, the foundation of behavior change is very similar. Um, it just it just comes down to the, the point becomes like, what do you pick? Because you know, I mean, like, I like commit to the process, commit, rather than commit to the. Re- don't get so obsessed with the result. If you commit to the process, the result will always take care of itself. And to me, like that's when you said earlier, what is success? Part of it for me has always been, am I just improving? Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I'm improving, actually, success comes from the word succession, which is yeah. the next thing. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, moving yeah. forward, and yeah. so that for me is success. But. You know, I, I, I guess that, like, th- this is a question that, you know, people ask me, and I kind of wonder about it sometimes as far as what do you, because there's so much to do. So somebody coming into business, yeah. hey, Paul, do I do email marketing or do I go this yeah. IG route, which yeah. obviously can work and does work, and yeah. right? Do I do everything? No, obviously mm-hmm. you don't want to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, like, what makes you decide, you know what I mean, which route to go? I mean, I'll, I'll have my own answer to this, but yeah. I, I want to I get your feedback on this one. It, well, it comes down to what I ultimately want. Do I want to be posting six or seven times on Instagram and That's doing great. two live videos a week? Do I want to be answering every DM or do I want to be setting up things that work when I'm not working? Let's face it, when you first start out, there's a lot to do. So I want something that I can leverage. I mean, people talk about leverage on Instagram, but I still have to post every day. Mm-hmm. I can write, I can go, out, get, go on a flight home from here. I can write 10 days worth of emails, done. Set and forget. With Facebook ads, I can, that works when I don't work. So I suppose it depends on what you want your, your overall life to look like. If I had more time, there's no doubt I'd be doing that Instagram shit more. Yeah. The reality is I probably could, but every every extra hour I'm spending working on Instagram videos is an hour working away from my family. In an hour, I can write six emails. That's six days worth of email. 
that's a, you know that's, I mean? a, that's a very very good point actually uh, yeah because i want to add to this because it, it's a very very good point like first of all thinking about what type of business do you want to have because there's people that will do t- like they'll go i want to spend like i don't even think it's what kind of business do you want to have it's what kind of life, life. Do I yeah what kind have. of life do you want my business i am under no illusion that i love what i do but i don't love what i do more than i love hanging out with my family yeah and I think guys are like, oh, I work so much. I love what I do. People call it work, but I don't. I'm like, dude, if you like going to work more than you like hanging out with your family, we've got some issues here. There may be some questions there. There may be, <laughs> yeah, there may be there some may be questions, questions there. going on there. But my bi- I'm on a no illusions, even though I absolutely love what I do. I've got such a passion for it. It fires me up. I would actually hang out with my clients, which is most people wouldn't do that. But it, I'm known to no illusions. That it just funds my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It funds the rest of my life. So for me, that decision always boils down to that is, is what do I want to do? Is what do I want my life to look like? So you got to, you know, you know, the deal reverse engineering, what do you want your life to look like? Okay, how are you going to get there? And then I choose my activities based on that. Where does it fit? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. Because, yeah. I mean, you could, you know, you could get to... Dude, there's no doubt Instagram works, Facebook works, the videos with the subtitles on anything work. But yeah. I mean, that's for me, that's just, if I've got time, I'll do that. Because the other stuff's the shit that works when I don't work. I mean, it's clearly you can do that with, with Instagram videos and shit, but I'm just like, yeah, you, I'll do that if I, it's icing on a cake. Yeah, the magic part was it said, for me. Yeah, for me. It's like, if you want to do it, yeah, you can do it. I say right? it guys all the time, listen, if you want to if you want to do this free Facebook group thing, I know guys that make a lot of money from it, Yeah, but it's not for me. It's too much, you're not getting that much access to me for free. Yeah. If you want access to me, you put some skin in the game. But you've been at the thing is, from the get-go, because we said, hey, you started... With you know boot camps, yeah. um, and then went to you know even supplements at the yeah. same time. You've done courses, yeah. uh, you've done high end ticket, yeah. and like I would say me- now you're doing a lot of medium. Yeah, medium. Yeah, medium. Yeah. Well, you're still doing high end stuff, but yeah. like medium end ticket too. Yeah. Was email always the underlying factor always. of what built your business? Always. Up? Yeah. Always, yeah, because it's fun. There's not. Well, it's, dude, it's still proven to crush social media when it comes to making sales. Still. Yeah. Still, the, the stats back it up. And I like it so much because, again, it's I send the email and it's done. I'm not looking for engagement. I couldn't give a fuck about engagement. Engagement doesn't pay the bills. Do you know what I mean? Engagement doesn't play for, for truffle. Truffle scramble. <laughs> not engaged. Hey. Luca pays for truffle scramble. <laughs> The eight-year-old yeah. truffle Loving scramble. that truffle. Oh, Loving man. that truffle. We've been eating truffles for days right <laughs> now, by the way. <laughs> Dude, yeah. For days. My jeans shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, it's. It, I just love email, dude. I, I, I can't get... I can't... I can't praise it enough. And the biggest thing that I love about it now is that everyone else thinks it's dead. Mm. What is dead is shit email. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know so what I mean? To come back to this, though, because... All right, people said blogging is dead. I don't yeah. think blogging is dead either. Nah, it's just that shit blogs are dead. Correct, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and it's, I think that social media allows for a little bit more mediocrity yeah. currently. Yeah. But I think it's going to go the same route, right? Yeah. Like if you write great emails, people are going to read them. Yeah. If you write great articles and blog posts, people mm-hmm. are going to read them. If you do mm-hmm. great videos, people are going to yeah. watch them, right? Yeah. Like value and infotainment, yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Right. So. Could imagine the real estate in an email inbox. It's it, there's nobody else is in there. Yeah. So I've got your full attention because nobody else is sending good emails. There's less and less people sending emails, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work. We were talking about this before. The reason people don't like email is because either think it doesn't work because their emails suck, 
But B, you don't get that instant gratification, that instant dopamine hit of somebody liking your post. Mm -hmm. Email, you kind of send it and you may not get feedback for days. And people can't handle that. We're in this instant world of instant gratification and getting what you want straight away. So people tell me they haven't got time to write emails. I'm like, dude, you've posted 30 stories today. Hold up. How much money did you make? And I'll show you how much I made. And so that, so do you know, this is a crazy statistic, do you know how long it takes a person to post an average post? How long? 28 minutes. I think it's 23 or 28 Holy minutes. Holy shit. So that's how, I mean, that's how long and it dude, takes. And dude, 99.9% of the time, they won't make a single penny from that post. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. It takes, an email takes me 12 minutes. I mean, I'm pretty yeah, quick yeah, at writing yeah. email. But I mean, but I think for, for most people, in 30 minutes, you can write a 500-word email, right? Easy. I mean, easy, right? Most like, people, even yeah. just beginners. Yeah. I or, could get like three out in that time. And I'd even go and say, and I'm like, this is not a, this is not a pitch, but like I've, you know, put it this way. I, I knew Morty a long ass time ago and read his emails for a long, yeah. long time. But the, uh, the point is, is like how, you know, how do you get good at something? Well, first, take a Dude, let me, let me tell you a start. I, I shouldn't really say this, but I've done over two mil from email. Two mil. I don't sell anything anywhere else other than via email. All my sales are via email. You could look for some of the things that I sell and you'll very rarely be able to pounds, find just a sales page. That's pounds, yeah. Okay, that's three million dollars, yeah. by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just from email marketing. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, but the thing is too, like for instance- I don't get on the phone. I don't do any phone selling. I don't I know, do all this. I, know, I, know I don't do Instagram DM shit. You only DM and backwards and forwards is paying like Instagram tag and then Facebook DM because that's popular now, right? Selling yeah. people via Facebook direct. I don't got time for that shit. Again, every every time, I mean, I don't mind engaging people in that, but I'm like, yeah. every time I'm going in this backwards and forwards conversation, it's time away from my family. Mm-hmm. I'm from my training. Know what I mean? It's 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 nonstop that shit. So I mean, definitely, what you know, one of the lessons that I I think keeps coming up is, you know, you know what you want. Number two is, man, using the skill set of writing, which by the way transfers very well to speaking because you you do very well with with presenting and speaking mm-hmm. and stuff. How mm-hmm. big of a that's my unique ability. Writing isn't actually in my unique ability. Really? So in this, in this. But you. Ability. But the thing is, but you write like you speak, though. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Inside of inside of strategic coach, you basically what we did was for a week, you write down everything that you do inside your business, and you label them. You, you label them. What do you label them? Basically, I'm shit at this. I'm okay at this. I'm excellent at this. So this is my unique ability, mm-hmm. and excellent. Writing came as excellent because I could probably find somebody else that could do it at a similar level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're, we're not going to let anybody else do that. <laughs> but I could find somebody else that could do it at a similar level. And I don't particularly get that excited about doing it. It doesn't really, it doesn't really, really, really energize me. I like doing it. Whereas speaking, doing my training videos, speaking into a camera, speaking down, down into my phone, that's my unique ability because I get, I get excited about doing that. Mm-hmm. And it, obviously, you can do a lot with. I mean, Dean Jackson calls it milking the cow. So I'm like a cow, and you just milk me, and content will come out for days. Yeah, so I'm I'm the same way with that when that goes. But like, that, I think that's the kicker, though, man. It's like if somebody's looking at this and, and watching and going, like, man, I, why am I not succeeding in X Y Z area? And mm-hmm. going, dude, what if you just did like one or two things for the next year? Yeah. Right, and when one of them was, like I said, it might be like speaking a lot because that's yeah. you know what you know what I see all the time, dude. This is this is where what uh, really helped me out. When nobody was putting me on stage, yeah. I would just do seminars at my gym yeah. and speak all the time. Yeah. We have tons, yeah. you know, so I'd have to practice it. Dude, I very rarely get asked to speak at events these days. I think I've got too much to say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But, and I say no a lot as well. I'm not, 
I'm not going to travel too far to go yeah. and speak. Yeah, I'll just put my own on that. That's go. why we're here is because this guy, you know, <laughs> rarely comes to the U.S. because flights are not, not you know. Yeah, just, it's time away from my family yeah, again, dude. It's not, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like allergic to spending time away from my family. I'm, not obviously, I, I'm here. I respect the shit out of it. But, but it's just like, it's, again, I, I'm very aware that everyone says this. My kids are going to be growing up soon mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be cool enough anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when I dad, you're not cool yeah, enough yeah. to hang out with anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm, everybody talks about, everybody here is like, oh, the kids will be up before you know it. You, you, you've got all this. Nobody fucking does anything about it. Everything they do, here's what guys do that come into my program. Everything that I do is for my kids. Well, dude, the best thing you can do for your kids is fucking show up. Know what I mean? Because they don't show give a shit. Point, because- look after your body, show up with some energy, show up with some patience. They don't really give a shit about the PS4. Oh, dude, I, like, I mean, you know my what? kids like nice things, but the greatest thing I can do for them is spend more time with them and actually be with them and be present with them. I'm glad you brought this up that we can segue into this because I wanted to talk about this, right? Because hey, do you know how to spell segue? It's such as do you know how to spell that? Shit? I think I do. I thought spelling be fucking champion. S e g w a y. No, that's the, that's the thing that Paul Blart goes on. Yeah, well, that's segue. That's, no, that's not it. Well, okay, so no, you, dude, that's you, not you, it. Se- only segue is S e g u e. How, the, the way that you're using it, how crazy is that? Really? Yeah, you thought we're like Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Paul Blart, Mall Cop. What a what, shit movie. What, what, what. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Two hours of my life I will not get back. Oh, and, and you'll play it in your fucking head. So it's and they brought out Paul Blart, Mall Cop too. They did? Yeah. I never watched well, it. That fat oh. dude of um, King of Queens. <laughs> What's his name again? Oh. Kevin. Kevin. Can't remember. Kevin Blart. <laughs> <laughs> but but segue is S E G U E, yeah. Oh, dude, you're on, well. I mean, for for as much I as for as much as you write, like you better know these things. <laughs> <You things, do, laughs> like saying it wrong, selling segues in your emails. So where um, are we going now? Now we're going. Yeah, no, yeah, because it's, you know, it's so easy. Like. I do this for my family, right? Like, so I, I make money. I work really hard. Work fourteen hours a day for my family. But but it's like, dude, how many like. Even if you stop right now and ask yourself, how, like seriously, how much do does the kid care about? Yeah. I don't know the best toy versus yeah. your time going to yeah. play sport with you, yeah. going yeah. on a hike. I mean, whatever yeah. you know, whatever you, that you're yeah. doing with your kids, like yeah. man, like and you because you get so many guys through your program, yeah, so um, many dudes. And it's like, what, I mean, would you say that that's kind of one of the main things that you see in here? Hundred percent. Right. I'm doing this for my family, and then they hate what they're doing for the family anyway. So they go home, and the people who they're doing it for, they have to clean up the shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the people who are doing this for have to deal with the worst version of us, because they get the energy that's left, right? They just get the dregs. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like drinking the bottom of the uh, of a pint of beer. That's all the family gets when you get home, because your clients and your your associates and your, your your work life has gotten all of your energy. So they get the shittest version. Man, that's, that's a powerful point. Though, yeah, man. yeah. Seriously, and and two, like, what do people you... tell me? What's your what's your strategy with kids? I said I've got to have my state on point. I've got to listen. See, if my state's not on point, I'm a fucking asshole. So the first thing I do when I get home is get on that trampoline with them both, get my energy up. Yep. Simple as that. I've got to feel better when I'm with them. Or I'm gonna. We've got to consider that every t- we are showing children how to live. That's all we're doing. I'm showing them how to operate every day. That's that's the greatest point ever, yeah. man. Because when I'm people showing say, them how dude, to operate, it, it because 
I, it doesn't fucking matter like what you teach yeah right it's what you live so yeah. uh, fitness is important eating mm-hmm. this way is important mm-hmm. are you doing it my kids see everything that I do my kids will be able to tell you everything that I do yeah, yeah. oh dude yeah well, they because see me on my calls, they see me meditating, they know that I read because I want to show them that I'm doing that. Yeah. So that when they're pissing and moaning about homework, I'm like, well, yeah. Nina thinks I'm rich and famous, my little girl. She's like, Dad, you know what I love about you being my dad? You're rich and you're famous. I'm like, well, actually, actually, I'm neither. I'm neither. I'm neither. But yeah, she, they see everything that I do. I like them to see everything that I do. That's why they both do jujitsu because I do jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Not because I force them to go and do martial art. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to be active because I'm active. I don't. T- I don't force them to do anything because then they end up hating it anyway. So it's a. Uh, I want them to see. All of the shit that I do, I don't force them to watch. I just do things in front of them. That's yeah, it's, it's uh it's that's the greatest thing I can do for them is show them how to operate as a. I don't want to say modern man. I want to say as a as a. This sounds cheesy, but as a happy man, mm. what a happy man does. Know what I mean? Because that becomes the standard. I mean, that becomes the the um I would say default operating system yeah because what, what is the that's they don't know any different no and the same they sometimes say it to me right bear in mind I work three and a half days a week right yeah. you, you work three and a half days a week because you do about a, a lot of strategic coach you take your day off and, yeah I do the free day on yeah, a Wednesday yeah. Friday afternoon I get in a weekend mode so I, yeah. I usually pick the kids up from school and I very rarely work past 4pm and I start work work at about 9 get my own shit together and then start work work at about nine. So I'm not even working long days. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because this is the, the my kids are like, dad, you're always at work. Fucking, you have no idea. You have <laughs> no idea. Dude, you have no oh, idea. They have no idea. No, they must not. Nah, yeah. I've got friends. See, hey, but this is crazy though. See, that's the, their default operating is system. what I do. Thinking that nine to four <laughs> is crazy, right? Which I'm is great. Up, I'm picking them up from school nearly every day at 3 p.m. That's nuts, dude. But that's but that's crazy, though, right? And and that's okay because, you know, kids are gonna be kids. Yeah. But th- that's what they think is like, oh man, normal, normal, right? Yeah, that's their normal. And so you got to think about that as far as like if you're you know working. And like I said, look, I, I'm you know I'm I'm a bit of a workaholic as well. And you know th- these are definitely some lessons for me. Now, I'm, I don't have a family yet, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, right? Mm-hmm. Like nonetheless. And and the kicker is that, man. If you go like, when I want my kids to be healthy, I want my kids to do this. I'm like, dude, it doesn't fucking, like, what are you doing? But you, you never get your workout in. And yeah. they don't see you get your workout in. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, you guys yeah, don't yeah. do uh, physical activities together. You don't do this. My that, kids like, love seeing me get my ass handed to me in jujitsu. Love yeah. it, yeah. My daughter likes coming to watch me spa boxing. But my son, my son actually won't watch that. He hates it. He won't watch me boxing. He doesn't like seeing his dad get punched in the face. But my daughter thinks it's great. Yeah, yeah. She, she's a special one. Yeah, she she's is. She's also a savage. A savage. Yeah, yeah she absolutely. is a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's but, all fun. But yeah, I want them to see that shit. I don't force them to see it. I'm just around them. They're mm. kind of in. I think they feel involved as well. Like if I ever do an event, I try and get the kids to come along. So do you, do you um when when for instance, I mean one of the things is like if they see you, let's say fighting, right? Like. They see the challenges. Hey, yeah. you get you get punched, you get yeah. submitted, you get yeah. whatever. Do you talk to them about um, you know the lessons of failure? Or oh, they something? learn that themselves, dude, because they're competing shit. Yeah, my mm. son, my son, in the last two weeks, learned his big, the biggest lesson he'll ever learn in his life. So he got he was getting graded for his gray and white belt in jujitsu, which is the next one up from white belt. He was the youngest in his group, and he got he didn't know he was getting graded. So they put him in a spa with a bigger kid, like a nine year old, two years older than him. And he got mounted and he just quit. Like, he literally just lay there, didn't get graded. I told him after, he said he was never, ever going back to jiu-jitsu. Anyway, this was three, maybe four months ago. So, But last week, he 
he got graded and absolutely he got put in a four-man tournament and beat three kids and uh got his grey belt and it was such an amazing lesson for him because he had to work his ass off of that grey belt and I said what were the biggest things that you learned and he said that you have to work hard that attitude's important and his last one that he said was you have to do things even if you don't want to do them sometimes so he was showing up to sessions he was showing up to practice when he didn't want to show up he just kept going and kept going got his grey belt amazing lesson for him because also a few months ago he was in a breakdancing competition because he likes to, he likes a bit think of himself as a bit of a b boy. <laughs> and anyway, three weeks before it went down, he decided he didn't want to do it, so he didn't go to any practice. And then on the day, we went to watch his friend compete, and he decided then that he wanted to do it, and he got a bronze medal, and he went ape shit, like like, ha- like lost his shit. No, 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 no. That he didn't win. Never win anything. I'm never doing this again. His attitude was terrible. Really? I said, dude, you didn't show up to any practices. So, dude, honestly, those two things, he learned his own lessons. I didn't have to say anything. But but you but you do. It's it. hard not to go into solution mode with yeah. these kids. You want to go into solution mode. You want to give them the lesson. But asking them questions so they're figuring out themselves is tremendous. But, yeah, but that's but that's the point, though. Like, you do extract, like, you do help them see the lesson. Ask though. them like, questions. Ask them questions. Ask right? them questions. What happened? What do you think you could have done better? Why do you think you lost? Mm. The problem is they're going in their head, like, I'm so bad at this. Are you bad or... Did you just not practice? Or did you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you just not try? They'll go, oh, I tried my hardest. I'm like, did you try your very, very hardest? They're like, mm. No, <laughs> It was yeah. Byron Kading. Yeah, what could you, you 100% yeah, yeah, sure dude, this is dude, true? Dude, yeah. yeah. 100% sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's the fun thing about kids. Ask them questions. You've got to coach them. You've you got to show them how to live and you've got to ask them questions so they can figure shit out themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's my... That, Someone asked me the other day, I was going to do a Q&A and I never did it. One of them was, what's your strategy with kids? Like The number one thing I've got to do is look after my state. The number one thing that I've got to do. Yeah. Keep my own shit together first. So, I mean, the thing is, like, when, you, when it comes down to any type of coaching, really, honestly, um, like, you can't, because this is, like, back in the day, this used to be my default. I don't know if you used to do this, but you want to show how much you know. Solution, Oh, you, yeah. you know, Solution, you should, you should do, 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 yeah, do, 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 yeah, do, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but now it's just like, man, like, if you, and it's, and it's a conundrum, right? Because sometimes you, you get the feeling of like, well, if I don't start spitting fire right away... They're not going to believe me. They're not yeah, going to think yeah, that yeah. I know my shit, right? Yeah. But the truth is, is like, now I just observe way more. I yeah. ask way more questions. You can say that as well, that most people know what to do. Mm. They know what to do, whether it's weight loss, whether it's muscle building, whether it's business, whether it's relationships. Most people have some idea, even if it's not the best no, idea. They know the next step. Yeah. They don't know all the steps, right? Yeah, they know yeah, the next yeah, step, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Like, but they're yeah. worried about step 10 before the... Take step one. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a, uh, most people do know the answers. They just want to be spoon fed. But the thing is, when you spoon feed them it, it's not their plan. Mm. They'll be like, eh, eh. Yeah. They gotta, so, so what would you say, uh, like, for instance, we, you know, we talked about coaching. And you said one of, the, one of your biggest mistakes in the lessons was, like, not having a coach for too long. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so what do you think? happens right when you're part of masterminds groups coaching mm-hmm. like what do you think are the those influences that get people to do you know what they know they should do or or drives them to you know go the extra mile or break through yeah, some that's shit, a great some question. pattern you know what I mean so one of them is I think the important thing about being in a mastermind or a group is actually people telling you what not to do is quite important I think that's one of the when I said I went too long without a coach is that it went exactly the same as I got distracted if I'd had a coach he'd have been like why are you doing that it's so exactly what happened when I got a coach. Dean Jackson was like, Paul, why are you worried about being famous, dude? It's a lot less expensive to be to get rich 
yeah, tell, it's, tell, like, it's expensive to get famous. Come come back and say uh, when we were in the car driving from the airport, and you said uh, the Amazon thing. Yeah, about yeah. The, about the book. Yeah. So I've wrote this book called "Fucking Unstoppable." Great title. <laughs> and, <laughs> and actually, I noticed two books this week that are called "Unstoppable," but neither of them had the balls to put "fuck" on the front. So, <laughs> who's really unstoppable, bro? <laughs> actually, I don't know if it counts because I had to star out the U. It's a bit uh, of a pussy move, right? Yeah, it is. Starring out the U uh. for the snowflakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, uh, the 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 Dean Jackson. I've wrote this book, and he. I said, why am I not putting it on Amazon? Do I not want like an Amazon bestseller? And he said, dude, do you want to be rich or do you want to be famous? I was like, Rich, he said, well, fuck Amazon. This is really cool. So really, just get the email addresses, like we said at the start. If I yeah. get someone's email address, oh, it's game over. Yeah. You're either going to pay me or tell me to fuck off. Mm. There's only one or two options. There's only one or two options. But that um, that's definitely one of them, is that if you've got a coach or, or in a mastermind, they'll actually tell you what not to do because you've got all of this stuff to do. They'll actually help you get focused on what it is you want. The second thing is I think there's huge, huge power in public accountability in that level of accountability to guys whose results you respect mm. you can have accountability to some people but if you don't have, if you don't know that they'll call you out if you don't do it it's very different so I was a strategic coach in December and for some reason I'm probably one of the lowest earners in the room no shit there's some big in my group there's some big ballers like guys with like 2,000 staff and shit yeah. crazy yeah, level yeah. like companies worth 4 billion in the room yeah. crazy and they always ask me this. I've always got something different to say rather than the cheesy shit. They said, Paul, what's your number one thing for changing habits? It's a public accountability. For changing your habits, telling a bunch of people that you're going to do it and then putting the numbers in, it's one of the biggest things. Telling so a bunch of people, like, see, I think that one, bunch of people that you respect yeah. and bunch of people I think that you don't want to let down. Perfect. Aye. Balance, Craig Valentine yeah. says that. You, yeah, you need yeah. to have somebody that you have fear around letting down. Yeah. And for me, that's easy because. And this is how I actually, people talk about fear of failure. I have fear of failure, but I use it as fuel rather than letting it like, cripple like me. Like leverage. So I'll go public. Yeah, yeah leverage. I'll yeah. go public with it. I'm scared of failure so much that I'm going to be prepared to fail in front of all these people. Mm -hmm. That forces me to, to show up for jujitsu. It forces me to go and do these crazy fitness things and write this book, for example. If I yeah. say I'm going to write this book and I make it public, I'm going to write this book. Yeah. I think, yeah. It creates because, urgency as well. It creates, but the thing is, like, I noticed you because you read Atomic Habits and, and the James Clear yeah. stuff. I love it, but uh, and it says, well, one one of the things is that we we align ourselves with the values and the results of our tribe, right? Yeah. So when you put yourself in a different environment, yeah. now all of a sudden you're like, oh, all these people I respect yeah. and, and and trust yeah. do this. Yeah, I should also do this, yeah. right? I mean, it's like a social like, yeah, yeah, norm, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. for yeah. us. So I think that's one of the powerful yeah. things. Leverage, do I, I like for instance when you come here, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna pick him up at the airport. Let's go to the yeah, good, yeah. good dinner. Because the thing is, and it's, there's no money involved, yeah. right? To me, I just, I love you, man. Like, I yeah. want to make sure you have a great time. But there's leverage there, right? Yeah. I don't want to fucking like not show up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. you think about a mastermind, man. First of all, or or coaching, like you invest. Yeah. So first of all, skin in the game. You want to return. Man, you want to return. You're not gonna. You're gonna feel dumb, right? Yeah. Man, I put this much money into this. Like, yeah. it's gonna be crazy. Then once again, coach has more wisdom with you. He can tell you what not to do. Mm -hmm. Guide, ask you to. I write think that's questions. as powerful as telling you what to do. I, I agree, uh, especially for a guy like me who knows all these systems and these tools and all these strategies. It's like I'll just focus on too much shit and yeah, not can be, be good at yeah. any of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, nah. I'll do it all, yeah. but I'll also be stressed out my mind when actually it's like, dude, just get people on your fucking email list. <laughs> Am I setting up these tripwires and all these complicated funnels? Just get people on your email list.
it's fucking basic shit. And then if I get time to do edit my own videos and shit, I'll edit my own videos. Yeah. I agree. Most of the time I won't get time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you can get other people to do that shit, which is what you do yeah, and what yeah. I've done before. But again, that's just, again, cherry on top of the cake. People yeah. are worrying about the cherry before they worry about the flour in the cake. Know what I mean? Well, I mean, thing, like Jay one time asked me, like, hey, if, if you had to do it all over again, how would you do it? Like, I know, I know what your answer would be. I mean, shit, you get people on email list yeah. and sell them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but for, for me, it's like, I, I know my thing is being in front of people. Now, yeah. whether it's speaking yeah. or coaching or this, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I, that's where I feel the best. That's yeah, me too. I, I don't do good with isolated. That's why I struggled so much with the book. I was saying I struggled so much with the book because I'm on my own, isolated the whole time with no feedback. And a guy like me who has no problem admitting that I love being the center of attention. Yeah. People think that's a bad thing. I love no, being I the center of attention. I, I, yeah, because I think if, if that's where I'm at my best. It's my unique ability is being a fucking circus act. Dude, because right? if you, I mean, the thing is, like, the more people show up, the more fired up you get. Yeah. Now I'll I'll do great for one on one. I don't care. Yeah. But man, you give me a hundred people, you give me a thousand people. Yeah. I'm not working. Well, you plugged like, in all that energy, right? Oh, man. Like, you plugged exactly. in all of that energy. Exactly. So that's why I struggled so much with the book, sitting in front of a laptop on my own. I was like, holy shit, I am never, ever writing another book. Oh, you probably will, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I wrote two in a month because I wrote the kids' book as well, right? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I wrote the oh. kids' book, yeah. You know what my, makes my kids the happiest, actually, is when somebody sends me a picture of their kids reading the book. The kids get so excited about really? it. Really? Well, because they're in it, aren't they? Hold on, hold on. Just for anybody. Because that is on Amazon, by the way. It is on Amazon, What's yeah. the book? Max and Nina Go to the Zoo. And Max and Nina, by the way. Yeah, you can get it on a Kindle. You can get it on a... You can, you can get a ship. Get that book. Take a picture... Send it send to Morty it, yeah. so he can send. It, he can show it to Max and Nina. Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they like it even better if you send me a video of you reading it out, reading it to your kids. Honestly, dude, they get so excited by it. Yeah. I didn't think that would happen, but I'm so happy. Makes them so happy. It's cool. That's dope, man. Think about how, how much more important that is than getting a fucking some new doll or some new transformer or some shit. Yeah, that man. That's, that's such a powerful point, though, man. Because once again, do you even notice? What makes your kids the most fired up, the happiest, yeah, the yeah, most right? Like, yeah. And and because a lot of times, I think that's a you know that, that, that's a kind of a, a the lazy move. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't fucking spend time with them. Here's this, this. Here's yeah. this new yeah. thing. Yeah. I'll throw money at the problem; it'll go away. And but they're women as well. Yeah. I get on you handbag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I, let's we'll, we'll finish on this note because I think this is important, man. Yeah. Um, on on the side of relationships, uh, when it comes to. Man, because you, you guys, I mean, at this point in time, and of course, like, everybody's got their, their stuff, but man, you guys do great, yeah. and, and it was not always that way. No, uh, what, you know, what are some of the biggest things that, and they can be big or small, yeah. right, but like that, that really helped you change your relationship in, in, in your marriage? Being more masculine is definitely one. Mm-hmm. So being more masculine as in having certainty in myself, because I used to play this whole trick uh, when I was super bipolar. I played this trick of like I'd go and run away and turn my phone off for like six or seven hours, but that was just a cry for attention. I was about to say, it's like... It's just that, a like, cry for attention, a cry for help. I'd be like, fuck you, fuck this, and it's weak as... I think most managers weak and they're so uncertain, but my wife is attracted as fuck to certainty. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't have to go in and ask her questions, I just crack on with it, and she loves that deal, she loves that whole masculinity thing. And that was the biggest change that I made, was just ask, just being more certain in myself, which is, again, that'll come down to taking care of my state. To being in some level of competition, I've never had as good sex as when I ever I've had a fight. So I've had three boxing fights. After that, she's like, uh, "Yeah, I think it's something." Sign, hey, sign up for boxing. So like, <laughs> it must be some, must be some aggression <laughs> thing. It must be some male dominance nah, thing. It's, it's, she it's, sees it's, me fighting, she's all over that. She can almost even when I go and spawn, I come home from boxing, she must be able to smell it on me or something. It's primal, man. It is primal. It's, it is. It's primal. It's primal. That dude, but that is why I the. Uh, 
I was, I was doing all these, uh, this research and studies. It was like IHP, International Human Performance, or something like that. Yeah. But what they did was study um, executive athletes, right? Yeah. So it's like CEOs and all this, that, and the other, and like how to help them like change their life. Because some mm-hmm. people are making a ton of money, but they're exhausted, yeah. stressed out, horrible yeah. relationships, right? Those men are the perfect fit for me. Yep. <laughs> hit, hit up Morty. Yeah. Uh, hit up Morty. Um, and, and, but the, the base of the pyramid of like, you know, this, getting the successful yeah. was fitness, physical yeah. fitness. Yeah. Without that, it was like, you're, dude, you're, you're working off a foundation or nothing. I think part of it is that. They're like, look, when you train, you know, whether it's like fighting or physical, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're, you're training with weights or yeah. whatever, it tickles your fancy. But like, yeah. Man, first of all, you have some level of confidence and certainty, yeah. you know, right? Your you body's see, harder. Body's harder. It's hard, you're harder to kill. Like there, people there's can a, feel there's, energy. Dude, there's yeah. got to be a, there's a part in our brain that's like, I know for a fact, it's like I walk out, I'm like, dude, I can run towards or away from somebody. I can, you know, I can, I can smash shit. Dude, right? and your it, confidence, confidence is a huge deal. I'm talking about certainty there, but confidence is, is irresistible it's irresistible and marketing and women are attracted to confidence now I don't mean cockiness I mean just confidence the yeah. fact that because most men are so insecure it's crazy I would even say even more so than confidence I would say courage yeah because courage is doing shit even though it's hard yeah confidence can be cocky right ah, yeah. man, I'm yeah, got a lot yeah, of money yeah. that, whatever yeah, right yeah, but yeah. it's bullshit right yeah. but like but I think courage is so. I, I would say kind of like those two combined. Well, you, 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 without confidence, there's probably no courage anyway. You need some level of confidence to be courageous. There has to be some some in there. Well, I, I would say without courage, I don't think there's any confidence. Yeah. Well, but it's like it's a two way street. It it's is a like, it's street. a two way street, right? Yeah. But none, but nonetheless, the biggest lesson that I learned about confidence was when I did this SAS selection course, which was up there with the hardest thing that I've ever done, getting yeah. captured and fucking interrogated and was shit. That, was that like two days? Ah, oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, two days, no sleep. I remember Black that. bag over the head, blackout goggles, babies crying in the headphones. A little bit like this, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, so the, the, the uh, and, and the guy said there, he said, listen, you, you, courage doesn't exist without fear. Yeah. It, you, yeah. it doesn't exist without fear. And everyone's like, actually, I had this conversation in the jiu-jitsu gym the other day. This guy said to me, he said, Paul, you know what I love about you? You're fearless. You'll just fight anybody. I mean, I get beat almost every time I fall. <laughs> but I said, listen, I'm not fearless. I'm just curious to see what happens. I'm mm. not going to die. Yeah. So I'm, imagine if people took that approach in their life. Just like, it, it, ju- just be curious about what might happen rather than being terrified of what might happen. Like, I'm excited to roll with guys that are way better than me because like, I want to want to learn from them. See, that's, that's I, I want to see how I react. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see how I react in competition. Did I melt under the pressure? Because I also have this, I think it's important to have this ability to kind of look back and, and analyze what's happened. Analyze what's happened. Did I react well under pressure? How did I do when he got me inside control? <laughs> Terribly. <laughs> how, how, did I, how did I react when I got submitted? How long did I last? How, what was my fitness like? How did I do when I got the mount? How did I do inside? You know what I mean? Is it? Yeah. You can learn. That's the only way to get wisdom is through experience. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think most people... Do they need to be more courageous or they just need to be, do, do they need to just say, well, actually, I'm curious. See that subtle change in language? Yeah. If you think you have to be courageous, it brings this level of intensity about it, right? Oh, well, I'm not courageous. Well, are you curious? It's the same deal, right, isn't it? Curious to see what happens. It's the same language. It's like, this was another, when I was going back to the how do you really feel, I'm like, can I take away some of the intensity of how I feel? Mm. Am I exhausted or am I tired? Am yeah, I furious because- or am I just... Irritated. Did you get that like the, like the narrative, right? Like when you tell the stories to yourself, and you, I, I, I remember like going through some of the hardest times of my life. I do shit like this. I yeah. say, 
oh, I'm fucking like you know, or if it was a relationship thing, oh, she destroyed me, she yeah. crushed me. Like I'd use yeah, the, yeah, these yeah, powerful too, yeah. words, yeah, and then and then it literally would make me feel like yeah, that, right? exactly. Like, yeah, whether it's intensity, a, yeah, intensity, or yeah. like your victim mode or whatever. Yeah. Versus, you know, versus then I started ch- ch- changing shit and go like, she just hurt me. Yeah, she and I was like, me. man, and I learned a lot from it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, and, and I'd start changing the narrative of everything yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that would happen. Yeah. Like, or but how hard is it at the time though? I bet it took a while to change that language. Oh, right? take, yeah, it takes. But a you while. can change it like that. Guess what you have to do? Get it out of here. Correct. Get it out of your head. Get it on a paper. How do I really feel? Mm-hmm. What really happened there? Yeah, it's such a it's such a powerful thing to do, and I know most men. I mean, I only work with men. Yeah, but most men think that's too touchy-feely. Know what I mean? They think it's too touchy-feely journaling's for fucking hippies and hipsters. <laughs> I mean, it's not really journaling. You're just, getting, you're just getting some clarity on what actually happened. And just that subtle change in language is a huge deal. I've wrote about it in my book. We had a guy come in who, his whole story was, I'm an anxious person. It's in my DNA. His mother was anxious. His brother was anxious. Little girl's now being anxious. And I said to him, we talked about it, and he was just, he had the old red skin, the hellboy skin like Craig yeah, used yeah. to get. Yeah. And I said to him, are you an anxious person or do you just get a little bit overexcited sometimes? He said, actually, yeah, I just get a little bit worked up. That, just changing language, changes fucking life. He just gets a little bit overexcited sometimes. That's all it is. It's, man, see, this, this, isn't it crazy though? Yeah. Because like, I did this, uh, like I've been telling this thing about like, I'm unorganized, right? Yeah. And so it allowed me to continue to fucking keep things unorganized at yeah. home and stuff, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is, but in, uh, you know, somebody said, well, but dude, you're really organized in this area. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. So basically, like, all I had to change up was, like, one, the wording and the story of, like, yeah. oh, you know what, I'm not unorganized. I just yeah. need to get my, you know what, I'm not caring about myself enough to do this, and, like, I'm not, I'm avoiding it. Let me go do this now. I think men, it, like, also, also do well in some level of chaos, right? Oh, yeah. I do well in chaos. The strategic coach told me that. I said, Paul, you, you, you're spending all this time and effort and energy trying to get organized. But you do but way better in chaos. That's yeah. who I am. Yeah. And I, and I would say that too, is like going to... like. I rec- think it's the urgency that I get. You know, you've got that urgency yeah. of a deadline. I do very well like that. I think... It, no, man. You know, I, I stopped stressing out about this. I used to stress out like crazy. So let's About say, being organized. Oh, about being organized and about getting shit done. So yeah. for instance, let's say that uh, I got a big event coming up this weekend, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, four weeks ahead of time. I'm like, I'm going to start working on my presentations, yeah. right? Yeah. And of course, fucking, I never would until yeah. then because I got a million things going yeah. on. So at the, but I'd be stressing out the whole four weeks all the way to then. Now, I don't stress out, and then just the last three days I just you do, do it anyway. That's why I'm gonna do yeah. it. Like yeah. it's like why would I? Why would I stress? Yeah. Rather than just at the end have a little more pressure, which yeah. helps me out anyway, yeah. and just get it done. I'm exactly the same with the book. I got my. That's why I dude. I got 50 copies of the book printed that were completely wrong because I rushed it. <laughs> so I had this deadline of an event where I told the guys that I was going to give them the book. Yeah. So the guys in my program, and it wasn't finished. So my publisher said, "Listen, Paul, you need to get me it by like tonight." So I rushed it, I rushed it, I hired an editor, an external editor, she sent it back to me, and I was really happy with it, but I sent the publisher the wrong version. I sent them one from three weeks previously, so there's three chapters missing for a start. There's spelling errors all over that shit. There's things in there that don't <laughs> even I, make and sense. I, and I know, like, when, you, when you're doing spelling errors, it's a bit, yeah, 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 yeah I could spell Segway right, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a young Paul Blart. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, dude, I've got these 50, basically, beer mats in the house now. 50 coasters with oh, fucking Unstoppable on the front. Nice. I'm not, I can't do anything with them, there's nothing in them. I'll take them off. I ended up getting it sorted, I ended up getting it sorted though, but yeah. My publisher, I was like, well, just give them to the guys, they don't know it's fucked up. I'm like, but I do. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. yeah, I do. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, I mean, that shit helps. Yeah. Oh, that chaos. Shit. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. I used to get more stressed out about trying to be organized than I did being unorganized. <laughs> know what I mean? You do. Yeah, that's a great ass point. Though. You, you get you get yeah. more stressed about trying to be organized than you do about working in an unorganized way. Mm. It's crazy, right? That's, that's a massive. That's why when I brought my wife on board. I was like, one thing I'm not good at is I don't like managing people. I have no interest in managing people. For me, it feels like babysitting, right? So what I brought in was what in strategic coach they call a strategic assessment, where actually I have someone manage me now. So for someone that's unorganized, then managing somebody else, which is essentially organizing somebody else, is not a good idea for me. Mm. Like it would stress the fuck out of me. So now I have just somebody who organizes me. Tell her what my three biggest things are for the week. She'll be like, did you do it yet? Here's your schedule. Here's what's coming in. It's, dude, it's way better than having me then managing somebody else. Because with an assistant, our first thing is, I've got to tell her what to do, right? That's what people think an assistant is, yeah, right? Yeah. I've got all this shit to do. Can you do this? Can you handle that? And that just made me more stressed. So I mean, now I've got to find things for somebody else to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she came in and now she manages me. It's great. That is a fucking great point. Yeah, strategic assistant rather than assistant. So she's like, Paul, where are we at? So it's kind of like having a boss who isn't, but I'm still the boss. It's great. <laughs> that might, yeah. listen, that might be so, the It's a real interesting some, concept, some right? the best of the business advice. It's uh, a real interesting concept. So yeah. she comes in and she's like, right, right, where are you at? Where are you at with these tasks? What are your big three for the week? Then she'll say, here are the three things that I've got to do. Is there anything that you want me to take off your plate? And then we'll just, we'll have a meeting every Monday, a meeting every Friday, and it works great because it's like, it's like having somebody manage me, which is great. But which without it being too rigid. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, she'll kind of leave me between Monday and Friday. Yeah, Dude, did you do this yet? Did you do this yet? Are you putting it on next week, or do you want me to do it, or do you want to delete it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or do you, you need can, to delegate? Because the thing is, because then you can hand off stuff if you need to. Yeah, and you're always on in the loop of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, does it? It's like. Uh, Hold up, I'm fucking mental. Dude, honestly, so it's it's been such a big change, and actually, strategic coach put on a training. They trained her how to do that for no me. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to give me the link for yeah, that. Yeah, dude, it's so I'll, cool. I'll pay for it right yeah, now. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. So they put her on a training on how to be a strategic assistant rather than just a secretary, almost. Yeah. You think about all the big players in the world; they have somebody else managing the schedule. They don't manage the schedule. Know yeah, what I mean? True. Most people don't even have a fucking. The guys that come into my program, the number one excuse is no time. I'm like, show me a schedule. Don't have one. Just have a list of shit to do. And, it, and, it, and, and it's like a dude, list of shit to do in a 14 hour day like yeah. dude show me a schedule it's just full of white blocks white blocks equals I'm just gonna fit in what I can fit in mm -hmm. which is basically flying by the seat of your pants so they're operating like some fucking amateur yeah, but it also and expecting high level results I'm like you need to fucking you need to fill in those blocks of time but then they'll also be complaining that they don't have time to do stuff for their kids I'm like well then how come you've got client appointments in your diary but you don't have an appointment for your wife hmm and the thing that's too structured and too organized, I'm like, well, how's it working for you now? Well, I'm not dating my wife. I'm not dating my kids. I'm like, well, put it in the fucking Consider schedule. So what different. you're saying is your clients are getting all the energy. Yeah. They're getting the time. Sure, they're paying you, which I get. But then your wife and kids get what's left, which isn't much. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly fair, is it? It's, it's basically, it's like you're doing it by chance. Fucking whatever's yeah. left over. Flying by the seat of your pants. But the thing is, like, too, like, man, like, when you have blocks of time, like, for instance, if you came in and said, dude, like, I got 90 minutes. Yeah. Let's write the sales copy, right? Or let's, let's. Uh, yeah, that's what I do on flights and shit. Yeah. And, and trains are even better. I love working on a train. Sometimes I just, if I've got something that really needs doing, I'm really procrastinating on it. I'll just book a train. Just to get the shit done. I, lo I love trains. That's what, one of the toughest things in the U.S. is because the train system's not like... In a, you know, yeah, if it, like, yeah, we went yeah. from Rome to Naples. Yeah. 
three and a half hour speed yeah. train with yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm but reading. Dude, I'm, I'm bad without Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's probably, yeah, actually, I mean? yeah, for writing it is, yeah. right? Like, but, but that's the kicker, though, because if you block stuff out, and that's been a big thing for me, is like, yeah. I got this much time to get it done. I'm, yeah. I, I'll get a lot more done than if I have tons of time. Yeah, 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 it's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, the yeah. way it is, yeah. right? I think that sometimes we just, uh, we just get guilty with people like, you have a schedule for your personal life? I'm like, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to fuck around like you fuck around at work. <laughs> I like to I like to have things. I mean, listen, I'm not even organized. I'm just like, well, if I can't tell you where my time's gone, then I'm always going to be time poor. Like a guy who's poor with money will never be able to tell you where his money's where his gone. Where his money's gone. Where it is, how much he's got, where it's gone, where he spent it. It's the same with time. People can never tell me where they've spent it. Like, dude, get your fucking show me. Show, and you can always tell what a guy's. I always say this: you can tell what a guy's committed to by what he does, but you can also tell what a guy's committed to by what's in his schedule. Yeah, that's the next step. Not not by what he says, first by what he does, and then by what's in his schedule. I said like wallet and calendar, right? Man, yeah. Where does your money go? Where does your time and yeah. energy go? That's yeah. it. And so like we'll we'll finish off with this because I do think that that's uh, you know, if your life is not the way that you want it to be, uh, I say man, where does your money and your focus and time and energy go? Like yeah. that that's what you're committed to right now. I do think about how much of this we're saying. Get it out of here and on paper. Get it out of your head. Get it on paper. Get it in your phone. Get it in whatever app you use. Because it's no good here. Yeah. And the thing is, and you can't process it. No. Let's be, let's be honest. Like, the thousands of things that you got going on. And think about, the, think about the stress that you are adding by trying to remember everything. Yeah, think about crazy. that. Yeah, it's crazy. How much stress you are adding and how much extra energy it requires to try and remember everything. This, this is a simple... Dude, if you take one thing from this, get a fucking pen and paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. as simple as it can get. It's like, think about how much energy and shit you use by trying to remember shit. You don't even have to. Yeah. Just write out. <laughs> write that shit out. Yeah. Do that honestly and people think that well that's 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 bullshit. That's what's the point in that? That's too simple. But honestly the the difference that that could make to your life is crazy. Yeah. I mean I I legitimately have I don't know. I know you have This is why I don't do audiobooks. I can't I, I listen to the audio audiobook, but I'm like, listen, I'm I'm a pen and paper type of guy. If I have to write it down, I'm gonna take it on another level. If I then have to teach it, I'm gonna take it on a whole new level. See that, but that's why I uh, I was about to make a post today about like people say, how can you learn so much? Because yeah. in, I will instantly imagine I'm trying to remember everything that you learned. Dude, it's, it, it's impossible. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't have the bandwidth for it. But if but if I write it down, organize it into a podcast, a PowerPoint. Yeah. You know, like now I'm teaching, I'm learning. Yeah. Like now it's getting ingrained. At least the stuff that I really want. Yeah, 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 yeah. But guess where it goes first? Notes. Yeah. Organize the notes. Yeah. Put them into something. Right. Yeah. Like, and, but you can't that, remember it. No, you can't. You just yeah. can't. You know. Well, what that's mean? why I ask guys. Guys are bragging about how many books I've read. I'm like, dude, tell me one thing you learned from that book. Mm. Uh, even the book, the one thing. Tell me one thing you learned from the one thing. Uh, <laughs> actually, I told you in the title, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was such a good book, but it was actually, I'm like, you could, I could have read one chapter and I'd be and done. Been, been yeah. done. But, that, but I see, that's the, the reason why I do way more physical books. Yeah. Because I flat pages and put four by six. And circle cars things and, and yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, because it's like, I, and then I go back and I have a stack of like, these are the best productivity books and yeah. I'll go back and yeah. I have everything marked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and it's just a similar fact of just writing it down. Huge deal. Yeah, huge. Imagine if you did that for your emotions. Ooh. Yeah. How do I really feel? Well, I feel like the world's ended. Dude, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> feel like the weight of the world's on my shoulders. I feel like giving up. How do you really feel? As soon as that word likes in there, yeah. you're gonna use you're gonna compare it to some other bullshit. Mm -hmm. The language is so we've said that already, the language is so fucking important. 
Well, Notice I added the word fucking and emphasize my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could keep going on, dude. Yeah, I man. love this shit. Um, man, tell 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 everybody a little bit more where they can uh, find anything. I mean, you got a ton of stuff going on, but like, what are the, dude, what are the uh, you know the best place would be if you're in fitness, go to iampolmo.com. If you're not in fitness, you want to learn more about this mindset stuff, this male, what's the transformation, the male transformation. Mm-hmm. Go to um, unstoppablebooks.com where you'll be able to grab a copy of my book and get another a bunch of other free shit. And, and, then, and then follow uh, Morty on... Uh, not, so, in, not Instagram. On, so on Instagram <laughs> and uh, make sure to comment Dude. on the quality of the pictures that he's taking. Dude, um, if you want to see some terrible photography, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, We're going to change your account name. Dude, uh, but, is so yeah, bad. for real. But uh, thank you, brother. Man, that was fucking phenomenal. I appreciate it, man. Thank hey. you. So uh, you guys, as always... Tune in. Hey, we love every time you, you leave a review view and share it. You already know, like, more people can hear the message, more people can. Because you got to do something from this. Like, there are so many things shared today that, that, that Morty shared that what can you apply? Like, what can you actually do? Um, you know, if you don't do anything, nothing is going to change. So it's like if, pen and if, paper, bro. <laughs> pen and paper. Yeah, get, get, yeah. A, get a pen and paper yeah. and then do one thing that you talked about, you know, and it's like then things will get better. Um, and, and with that said, like I said, leave a review. Always appreciate it. Love, love you guys. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode of Vigor Life Podcast. Peace out. Adios.